Welcome to the ANA Podcast, Sports Talk, with your hosts, Anthony Cortez and Alex Ashley. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another wonderful episode of your friendly neighborhood sports cast uh, with your two hosts, Alex Ashley, a.k.a. Captain Redbeard, Captain SPF2 Miller. Coming at you hot with my main man here. What's going on, senor? What's going on, buddy? Anthony Cortez here. You already knew that, though? We that was, already that was good, that dude. That was good, dude. For your first time. Yeah, that was good, man. I, I don't know if anybody noticed that. This is my first time doing the intro. I was kind of... That was good. Kind of excited about that. that was, All right, what's up, everybody? So, we're rocking solo today. Solo dolo. Just the two. Kicking it old school. Kicking it classic. You're going to have to deal with only us today. Sorry about you. Rocco's been busy. He and has. he had he added a step out, so he's probably not going to be here. He may show up he later. make a quick cameo. But probably not. We'll find out. If he does, excellent. If not, you know what, guys? This will be a pretty good episode. I'm pretty excited about it. We got some good topics coming up here. You're excited every week. I am excited every week, I'm dude. excited every week. We are excited yeah, every week, dude. It's, just, it's, it's excellent. Yeah. Dude, we just love doing this. It's, we love doing this, yes. guys. Yeah. We have fun. Anyway, so first things first, I wanted to uh, talk about a bet that Anthony and I are a part of here. Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> so Anthony and his wonderful lady, Lauren, um, who quick shout out to Lauren. She is the one who helped us with a lot of the design work. Uh, she's the one who created the logo. Thank you, dear. Um, she has been giving us lots and lots of advice with social media, um, just about everything with topics. She's given good insights. She gives good ideas. Um, so big shout out to Lauren there. We really appreciate all of your help. Thank you, dear. Um, so Anthony and Lauren engaged in a friendly wager um, cuz I'm stupid together. You're a little dumb. That's okay. I'm, li- it's a little dumb. I'm this, more than this a little one, dumb. This one this uh, one not the not the best bet. Yeah. But uh so they made a bet and the bet was is the loser had to take x number of shots. And the way that they found out the number of shots they had to take is it was the games back in the series between the Astros and the Rangers. The season series. The season series. And the Rangers as we all know <clears throat> are Pretty, not a very good baseball team right now. <clears throat> Trash. Basuda. Just not a great team. Getting better in some aspects, getting worse in others. We're making a lot of changes, and I think that's going to be pretty exciting, playing around with the bullpen a little bit. But uh, we'll see how that goes. So anyway, push comes to shove. Anthony is required to take 12 shots. Well, well, let's explain that, yeah. let's explain that why. So, so the, I mean, the, the, I guess the... The season series the ended yeah. with the Rangers so the, losing. The arrangements, the arrangements were the season series against the Astros and Rangers uh, for the past two years. That um, Two seasons, yeah. Last year was I just had to buy a shirt. I, I, I bought an Altuve shirt, and I just wore it. And um, But it was pretty cool. Still That's, breaks my heart. Hey, man. Still breaks my heart. I don't mind doing it at all. <laughs> it, you know what? It's I, not the worst. I will admit, you know this. I jumped on the I jumped on the Astros bandwagon last year, and it was fun watching them win yeah. it for the first time. Well, it's a Texas team too, so it's yeah. hard to root against a Texas and it was, team. It was fun watching it with her. We right. we were out at we were out at a bar watching Game Five, and uh, dude, it was I right. it was just dude that was I remember. So the the girl I was dating at the time was a huge Dodgers fan, and so we were watching that game, and it was going back and forth. And yeah, dude, it was the most ridiculous like up and down of emotions I dude. had ever seen out of a person in my oh. life. Oh man, it's like I need you to calm down, babe. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I was freaking yeah. out the whole time. I mean. I'm, yeah. a, I'm just a sports fan in general. Dude, that was the gr- one of the greatest games I've ever, ever seen. Ever, yeah. as, he- as Hector has said, you know yeah. he was he when he was on the show and yeah. he went he was at that game. That was one of the best games you'll ever yeah. see ever. But anyways, 
So last year I had to buy an Altuve shirt and I wore it and we posted it on Facebook and so in social media in general. So little some people got confused and like they, and then they remembered, oh, I was a Rangers fan. <laughs> um, so this year uh, we made a friendly wager again, uh, where I have to. The friendly wager was I was going to take shots of my choice, and I only take. Well, I know I not only. But I would prefer to take shots of Fireball, lovely Fireball cinnamon whiskey. So this year, Rangers and Astros season series was seven two was seven twelve, as as in the Astros obviously had the advantage seven twelve. Oh, so it's not games back; it's how many games lost. Exactly. Yes. Oh. Yes. So I thought it was games back. No, the season series was seven oh. twelve. We were seven and twelve against them. That's awful. So yeah. Okay. So twelve shots. Twelve shots. We're. I was I about to we're, say we're seven I, in. I was about to say I decided to uh, help out Anthony here because I didn't want to die. Yeah. Try to succumb to alcohol poisoning here, and uh, so we're splitting these uh, these twelve here. So we're gonna take a couple of shots on the air here um, to kind of help. Hope you don't mind. And we're up. also celebrating episode twenty one. Yeah, we didn't get to drink on our twenty first birthday. So this is, uh, this is episode twenty two before our twenty first birthday. So this is yeah, yeah, this is gonna be a little fun for us guys. So um, we'll see how this goes. You so, go first, dude. Just go first. So all right. <clears throat> I can already smell the cinnamon from the bottle. It's lovely, dude. I haven't even opened the bottle yet. I love Fireball. I think this episode, by the way, brought to you by Fireball. Not really though. <laughs> Yummy. It hurts. Woo! Cheers everyone. Seriously, on a serious note, cheers everyone who's who's been listening, who's been tuning every tuning in every week. Uh you're a part of this with us, so thank you for making us part of your day. Have a drink, guys. And if you sweet. don't drink, then have some water. Do that, yeah. Or wine. Or wine, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Ugh, good God. I just watching you take that drink hurt me. Can't find the lid now. Fuck it. Two tears in a bucket. Oh, there it is. Hey. All right, guys. So, as always, want to get into a little bit about the uh, wristband giveaway. If you guys leave us a positive or, shoot, negative review on iTunes there, uh, we will get a hold of you, get in touch with you. You'll send us your uh, information, and we will send you out a wristband. Um, of course. We have to know where you are in this world. We got to know where you are. Um, so, send us your information, contact address to... Um, Double A Sports Show at gmail.com. Since Rocco's not here, can't read it in that lovely oh, radio voice it. that he has. Double A Sports Show. D O U B L E A S P O R T S S H O W at gmail.com. I'm very surprised you were able to do that. Thanks, man. dude. That wasn't bad. I'm not even joking. That was kind of bad, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I even spelled it right, yes, dude. You did. That's I why spelled I'm the saying. whole I'm thing. Very, you, you were, okay. For That's, those of you who don't know, I am like the poster child for dyslexia, so me and spelling don't exactly go hand in hand, so pretty proud. Them, Didn't even have to look at the little note cards here. Anyway, so yeah, of course, guys, reach out to us. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know what you think. Uh, get in touch with us about anything that you may want to talk about, anything like that. Um, episode 22, man. Episode 22, let's, let's do, do it. it. So we wanted to clear something up with uh, with our sauce segment. Um we realized we were wrong, right? Yeah, we had a little bit of the information wrong. So what we were saying last time is that it looked like the San Antonio Missions organization was up and leaving to Abilene. Now, part of that is true, but not the entire thing. So the big thing that's changing is that the San Antonio Missions players that are currently on the team, those guys who are an affiliate of the Padres, 
are going to be moving to Abilene. Now, the coaching staff and the owners and the managers, all those guys are staying, and they will be the new coach of the San Antonio Missions with the new players that are associated with the Milwaukee Brewers. The AAA team. Correct. So well, the San Antonio AAA. Correct, yeah. yeah. So San Antonio is not losing a team and gaining a new one. It's the same team with new players. Right. That's the difference. Right. Whereas we thought, again, we the whole lo- system was leaving and that we were getting everyone from the Sky Sox. That's not the case. We're just getting the players. Right. And the players are here moving to Abilene. Right. So, again, uh, the missions have been moved up to a AAA team. Uh, they're going to be a AAA team playing at Wolf Stadium. Wolf for Stadium, correct, has been designated for AAA play for the time being um, until they get, I think, probably more seating, I imagine, is what yeah. the big thing is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, missions are staying. We'll still have our San Antonio missions, our Chunkless de San Antonio. Um, so we're excited about that. I, I really like that idea, too. I yeah. didn't want to lose the mission. I didn't want to be the fucking Sky Sox. That shit's lame. <laughs> but... We're the Sky Sox. What does that mean? What is the Sky Sox? What is the Sky? Like, I can understand Red Sox and White Sox. It's the color of your... Sock. But a Sky Sox? Is that like a Blue Sox? I don't know. They should just call them Blue Sox. Blue Sox, yeah. I would rather a team be like the... That's actually... That's actually that's a better name. The Blue Sox? Yeah. I kind of like it better. That's not bad, actually. It's not bad. If we start a Little League team... Blue Sox. San Antonio Blue Sox. By the way, watch out for Coach Alex when when he's got little when he's got little ones running around someday. Yeah. He's gonna be hilarious, dude. I don't know if you guys saw that video that we posted a while back where the coach is just grilling the pitcher. <laughs> Do you have Uno Moss better in you? It was. A little, I don't know if your dad ever played catch with you, but when he gets out you, of rehab, dude. it was you. <laughs> summed up in a nutshell, it was you. Oh man, it was great. It's gonna be great. Yeah, eventually when I um. Have kiddos running around here, the pitter-patter of little feetses. Yeah. You're going to have some very average baseball players running around the world here. <laughs> um, so that was, yeah, that was uh, the missions are staying the missions. We just wanted to clear that up. I'm very excited about that as well. Too excited about having AAA baseball in San Antonio. For those of you, I mean. <laughs> Cracking the, a cold one with the boys. Yes, sir. Cracking a cooler. For those of you that are the advocates for baseball coming to San Antonio, Major League Baseball coming to San Antonio. I just want to say real quick, AAA Baseball is coming to San Antonio. Let's get out and support. Um, the Missions games are fun. It's it, They're cheap. Tickets are not that bad at all. They're really not. I mean... They're, they're really not. They're really not. It's a it's a good night out. It just go watch some baseball. It's an you know have some drinks, enjoy ha- the people around you, yeah. joke, laugh, eat terrible ballpark food. Time. Like it it's it's generally a good time. Even dude. if you're not a baseball fan, you can go and enjoy it. Oh the yeah, sport easily. Again, it de- yeah. a lot of it depends on who you go with. I think. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I encourage I encourage everyone out there to go check them out. It's baseball. You know who doesn't love baseball? Well, lots of people out there. I was like, well, yeah, yeah. But, but if we want to advocate for advocate for for Major League Baseball coming to San Antonio, we got to show support for gotta, the little guys. Got to show that you're willing to show up, right? Because Rangers and the Rangers when they were having Big League Weekend here wasn't exactly wasn't, showing out, right? We Hence weren't. why they didn't do it again this past season, right? So, right. I just want to say that go out and support them. It's baseball. If you want, if we want Major League Baseball to come to San Antonio, we just got we got to do our part. Up. We gotta show out as fans. I'm si- I'm sure the city's doing what they can. Cause think about it, Oakland is not a very big place. No, and they have 
what? They have, uh, so they have the athletics. I know that Golden Wa- State's in that area. Warriors. The Warriors. The right, Warriors. yeah, Golden State. So they have the Raiders who are moving now, yeah. but that's because. That's because. That's yeah. a different story. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, they've had traditionally, they, I mean, and they're a, a mid to small level market. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, you know, we can we can do that. <coughs> As San Antonio, we, I mean, look at the support that we show for the Spurs. Oh, dude. It's insane. Dude. We love our Spurs. Oh, yeah. I, I think I've I've said it for years. I think we can easily support all three major franchises. At least two. At least two. At least two. I think I still think San Antonio needs a, 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 a major league soccer team. Nice transition. If we had there. a well, I'm just saying. <laughs> it is a nice transition. Yeah. But it's true. We need a major league soccer team. With the amount of soccer supporters in oh, this yeah. town, like yeah. if we got our own team, because uh, I mean, because uh, remember when uh, the U.S. plays Mexico here at the Alamo Dome? That shit sold out in like a day and a half. Yeah, like it was ridiculous. Not even a full day. I don't think it sold out. Like the fans were everywhere. You know what I'm saying? If we could show that kind of support for our club teams, there's a lot of soccer fans here. There are a lot of soccer that's fans, for, here. and that's, that's a cultural thing too. I think that's for sure. Yeah. So. Anyway, moving on into our nice little transition there. Next part of our uh, sauce segment. Yeah. Um, Why don't you explain what we did this past weekend? What did we do this past weekend? (laughs) We did too many things this past weekend. This past weekend, Anthony Lauren and I got the opportunity to go see the SAFC, um, San Antonio Football Club, play against the Seattle Sounders 2, basically a farm club for the Seattle Sounders team in the MLS. Um, It was... Dude, it was a blast. It was awesome. Dude, it was, it was so much fun. I had fun, dude. Yeah. It was a, it was my first game out there. It was my first time seeing Toyota Field actually stay in the inside of it. And right. Everything. I wrote down a few notes. I'll talk about them here. Um, so for my first time being there, I thought it was a great atmosphere and environment. I thought it was a really good crowd. It wasn't sold out, but it was still a really good crowd. Right. They were engaged. Yeah, they that were was engaged. my big thing. For Saturday night, it was a decent crowd. Yeah. 7.30 game, Saturday night. Yeah. Like, there were... There's a good amount of people there. The weather was pretty good too. It wasn't that humid. It wasn't. Oh, it was a little warm, but it was, it's always a little warm. Yeah, we live in San Antonio. Right. I mean, Toyota Field is nice. It's very nice field for what it is and for the stadium that it is uh, hosting them. Right. You know what the what the FC are. They're, right. They're not a major league soccer team, but and they know. actually just moved up to USL champions though. Okay. So they're like the highest level of the USL now. Okay. Cool. So they're moving up in the world. Yeah. So I thought the stadium was nice. I thought the facilities were were great. Um, you know, it's the seats, dude. In my opinion, the, what I want to say in general, the seats, we, we felt like we were right on top of the players. Oh, yeah. This guy yeah. was, this guy, excuse me. Man, I was, I was, this in. guy was heckling <laughs> like no one, would, like, <laughs> and that dude ended up getting booted later oh, in the yeah. game, dude. Yeah. I, I got in this guy's head. Yeah. From I was, the first minute. I was seriously questioning whether or not he was actually hearing you because you were heckling, but you weren't heckling to the point of like being obnoxious. Right. I was actually very polite. You were, my very, you, were be, you were heckling very polite. Yeah. I was like, you got it, bud. Don't mess up, Dying 3. Exactly. You'll that. be okay, guys. Exactly like that. Yeah. And so I was questioning whether or not he was actually going to hear you. Oh, don't pass it to 9-3. Oh, oh, he got it. What are you going to do, <laughs> bud? Oh, not a good pass. You'll get it next time. I believe in you. I love your 9-3. Like, the whole time. Dude. The whole time. The whole time. The whole time. The whole time. He was, he was pretty... Yeah. So okay. He got pissed. You yeah. Can tell he got pissed. And you could tell because every time he got the ball, I would start talking to him. Yeah. And then maybe not even like two two plays later on SAFC side, he gives up a goal and he starts freaking out. Yeah. And I just started talking to him again. And I remember he like looked at the stands at one point and was like, 
<laughs> doing the whole hands out like what the fuck bro like yeah the whole time dude it was it was fun it was great getting to that guy's head yeah. and then later that game that guy uh, got a card and got booted from the field he was having a bad night oh, i was, feel yeah i feel responsible you weren't helping at all <laughs> I, I am responsible <laughs> but i also we wanted to mention the mission city firm but how weak is mentally is that guy if like a yeah six foot white dude eight rows up <laughs> is pissing you off like come on there guy yeah what are you doing? Yeah. Like, you're going to play, you're trying to play in the MLS. You don't think people are going to sit there and mess with you the whole time? Nah, not a chance. Not a chance. Not a chance. Yeah. So, that was anyway, fun, though, dude. It was a lot of, yeah. I it's okay. It. <laughs> <laughs> He's so mad. <laughs> I was so polite about it. You were. I didn't call You him were him. heckling, but you were being very polite and very, yeah. not like I said, not obnoxious. Right. So, it's like, yeah. Like, it's, in, yeah. I'm, I almost think that made him more mad. <laughs> are you encouraging me or are you talking shit? I don't understand. Like, yeah, he was. I'm sure he was a little confused overall. Uh, yeah, he looks yeah. a little confused overall. Yeah. That could just be how he looks in general, though, low key. Yeah, but uh, you never know. Yeah, really quickly, I just wanted to mention the Mission City Firm. So, where we were sitting to the right of us mm-hmm. was a group of um, supporters. Supporters, yeah, but diehard supporters. Diehard. Supporters. These aren't the normal. No, I like to go to soccer games. These guys. Are much more intense than that. Oh yeah, the entire time, this, this the group is called Mission City Firm. By the way, we looked them up. Alex actually saw a banner or something. You saw a banner, right? Mm-hmm. They had yeah. a banner at the top. Yeah, um, Mission City Firm. We want to give a shout out to those guys because ninety minutes, dude. Ninety minutes. Yes, of nothing but cheering, constant chance cheering, just chance. It was cheering, great. It drums, was... fireworks, smoke coordination dude like yeah. it was extraordinary to see the passion that these guys had for yeah, their man. club <coughs> like if that could sell out every week that stadium would be bumping oh dude so yeah. i remember when i lived in colorado the colorado rapids um were the the, the major league soccer team up there and they had a cheering section like that i don't know exactly what the name of this one was but one of my favorite things to do is they got the rest of the crowd involved with their chance. And so what yeah. they would do is they would start and they would say, Colorado. And they would point at the rest of the crowd. And the rest of the crowd would go, Rapids, Colorado, Rapids. And I would go hoarse, dude. I would just scream at the top of my lungs. I can see it already. Dude, it was a blast. Yeah. Just getting trashed, too. So much beer. So I I asked you this question and I while we were there. Mm-hmm. Why can't this be in all sports? Why can't this be? I can see this happening in the NBA. I really can. And I can especially see it happening in football. I'm sure it does happen in football in some places. See, I can't see it happening in football. Why? Because of the amount of downtime in between plays. The thing about soccer is that it doesn't stop necessarily. Even when there are stoppage times, usually the game keeps going ball goes out of bounds you throw it back in it shouldn't matter though with stoppage time man it should it, like it shouldn't matter it i mean okay yes these guys these probably these guys probably coordinated chance well these, yeah they practiced the yeah. chance because it was constant we're talking like they didn't yeah 90 minutes straight they were it was only half time that they shut up yeah um, and even then i think they were just cheering but not at the stands yeah but i mean i can see it i really can see it another i think it i i mean and I would say I think sports needs more of it because it was fun. It made it better. It made right. it more enjoyable. Right. I wanted to go join those guys. Yeah. I wanted to go over there and just start chatting. I don't know the song, but I'll start screaming. That's just cool. screaming for no reason. Yeah, dude, I can do that. Yeah. 
I don't know. I, I think a lot of it has to do maybe with some of the culture of the sports. Like, maybe that was already instilled in soccer long, long before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, again, I think, you know, baseball doesn't have that. Because baseball used to be, like, the gentleman's game. You cheered when something happened, and you were quiet when something was in between. You know what I'm saying? Would I th- ba- was baseball the gentleman's game, or was golf the gentleman's game? Well, I think both. Both, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think yeah. different kinds of games. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, I mean, even tennis is technically a gentleman's game i think not that women can't play those sports but i just mean like originally supposed to be that very prim very proper yeah like very polite yeah you know what i'm saying it wasn't like you know because that's why guys like mac uh not roy mcelroy what's the guy who was in tennis who got was famous for screaming at everybody McElroy, oh right? uh, yeah i don't know his name I, but i know you're talking about. i'm sure and everybody else knows who you're talking about but he was famous for i mean that stands McAvoy. out McAvoy, there you go. Something yeah, like that. Something like that. But, you know, and then you look at football, and everybody talks to everybody like that, and that's not big news. So much so they don't report on it. But that guy says one thing to the crowd, or one thing to the, the line judge, and the whole sport goes nuts. Serena said something to the line judge, and the whole sports go nuts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure football guys say worse things than that to each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But so, I'm talking, like, in general, for for fans, I can see it more in football than I can in NBA, now that, I, now that I'm thinking about it more. See, because I would flip that. I can see it in NBA better than I can see it in basketball or in football because basketball also doesn't really stop outside of timeouts. Well, that's true. The flow but of I the game seems more reminiscent of soccer than football seems more reminiscent of soccer. It's more fast-paced for sure. Right. It's more it's cuz it keeps going except right. for during, you know, uh timeouts, d- dead ball injuries, yeah. dead ball play, right. Yeah. I can well But, but even I think, then, I, I think for a fan base in general It'd be it'd be more. I don't want to say appropriate, but I want. I can see it more in football because of how rowdy fans get. I can see it better in rugby. That too, I'm sure. It already takes place in rugby. Honestly, again, I think it's just a culture thing. I think when football was developed, they didn't have that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not because it doesn't exist, but that's just not how it developed. Because if you look at it. Look at, like, a Golden State game, right? Mm-hmm. Those fans are loud the entire time. Oh, dude, it's the loudest. It's one of the loudest. It's one of, or if not the loudest right. arena to play in in the league. Kansas City, extraordinarily Although loud. Although Oklahoma's is pretty, is pretty loud, too. I, yeah. I was lucky enough to experience a playoff game there nice. uh, when I was in college. Shout out to my uncle. He knows who he is. I'm not going to mention <laughs> his name, but shout, yeah, he knows who he is. My um, uncle knows who my uncle is. <laughs> <laughs> he knows who he is. He knows who he is. Um... Yeah, OKC, dude, they get rowdy, dude. It right. was, it was. Granted, I was, I was pretty intoxicated by the second half. I'd hope so. It was pretty rowdy, dude. It right. was, I remember. It I believe being, it. I remember it being very loud. Well, look at like Philly fans too. They yeah. threw snowballs at Santa. They're his, like you're historically famous for being rowdy. Yeah, the twelfth man in Seattle. Yeah, Kansas City being one of the loudest stadiums, and the fact that the stadium is shaped the way it is makes it hard to hear. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like it. They have their own versions of those things. But they just don't have that. And I think that's just another level of dedication, too. It is, yeah. While we're on the subject, I don't know if you're aware of this, but in Yankee Stadium, they do something called a roll call. So there's a section out in Yankee Stadium. I I believe it's out in the right field bleachers. Um, And I've watched YouTube videos of this where they do do a literal roll call. Mm -hmm. There's a guy in the stands. I don't know if it's the same guy every year or whatever it is, but there's somebody in the stands in the right field bleachers, the short porch that they have, 
every I think it's every game. First it's a real short porch. First pitch. It's another subject though. First pitch. <laughs> They they literally do a roll call where they're screaming the guys' names out by a position until they until the guys acknowledge them, and it's like a thing. They do it every game. Watch YouTube videos of not not now. I will, but um, it's a thing where I don't know that they they've said because there's a video of of uh, Derek Jeter his last game at Yankee Stadium where they did it. He was very emotional, and the the, the yes network the the network that broadcasts Yankees Yankees games they were like we're gonna let you listen to their Jeter's last roll call. It's very cool, dude. Nice, very very cool thing what they do. And I just so I wish we had more of that in sports in general. If that yeah. makes sense, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like Spurs fans are so passionate about the team. Why can't we have something like that? Right, you know. Like, right. I don't know what that thing could be. I think you just have to. And I think one of the big things, though, is that you have to f- create a club and then merge with the organization itself. Yeah. To find the spacing that you can all be together at one time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think that's a lot of the, the struggle for it. Yeah. Because um, that's everybody buying season tickets. To every game. To every game. That's a section, every game taken up solely by one group of people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's there's a there, I'm I can imagine there could be a lot of factors in that. Right. But but I I agree with I wish sports in general had more um more of these things. Yeah. You know. So overall the FC the SAFC game was very cool. Yep. I'm glad we went. Dude, it was it was a great time. We're looking at potentially getting some tickets that way we can start passing them out to the fans here. Yeah. Um So yeah, if you guys haven't been to an SAFC game, I highly recommend it. Uh, they have two games left in the season. They have to win both of them to make the playoffs. They're playing uh, the LAFC Lights here on the 6th. Um, that is a home game at 730. If you have the opportunity, I highly recommend you go out and support our club, our club, our city. Um, but, yeah, go SAFC. Go SAFC, man. Go SAFC. So moving on a little bit, talking about uh, some fan bases here. Wanted to talk about it a little bit. We'll just keep this one kind of brief because, again, it's just it's just preseason. It's preseason, yeah. Uh, but we want to take some first looks real quick uh, at the Lakers, the Spurs, the Celtics, the Golden State, and the Rockets. Of course, the Spurs because, you know, go Spurs, go. We're Spurs fans and we yeah. live in San Antonio. So, love our Spurs. Uh, and then these other guys because, again, they're just kind of, you know. they're good. These are these these are four teams? Yeah, four, well, five, five teams. teams total. Sorry, these are I can't count right now. These are I can never count. On Man, show. I was about to say, I can never count. These five teams are going to be arguably the most looked at this season, if we can all agree on that. If they continue if doing... If they perform the way they're expected to perform. Right. I was like, if they do what we think they can do... Which the Spurs, I would argue, would be the would be the team that is going to be the most overlooked, like they always are. I would agree with that. You know? They're always overlooked. Oh, though. they're that's, always that's overlooked. That's not a... It's not a new factor for them, which I think is kind of nice, too, actually. I mean, w- go under the radar. Fly under the radar all year. Take care of your business. Win your road games. Win the games that you have to win. Take care of business so you can set yourself up for, to be in good position at the end of the year so you're not having to struggle and grind to, to win games. Right. You don't have to go on some weird 10-game win streak to yeah. make it plus one games. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it's only preseason. Lake, uh, LeBron recently just suited up for the first time in a Lakers uniform, and it, it my God, looks weird. It does look it, weird. I mean, it didn't look weird. It didn't look weird with him being in being in with can't talk right now it didn't look weird with him being in miami but this looks weird in in with with him in la it just 
I can't describe it. It just Twitter was blowing up about yeah. how just off it looks. Yeah. You so know, LeBron James stat line: fifteen minutes, nine points. He had three assists, three rebounds, uh, one turnover. So it doesn't exactly jump off the page, but it is, doesn't. It's preseason, right? And yeah. that's the big thing. They have to learn to play together. Uh, Rondo had eleven assists and two points. That's pretty classic Rondo at this point. Uh, Ingram, twenty-seven minutes, sixteen points. He had three turnovers, one block, two steals, one assist, four rebounds. Um, what else? McGee, twenty minutes, seventeen points again. Uh, seven rebounds. Uh, let's see, three turnovers. So it looks like they turned over the ball quite a bit. Um, other noticeable guys coming off the bench there. They had uh, Lance Stevenson, twenty-one minutes, twelve points. Uh, to go along with that, he had two turnovers, two assists, and then one rebound. Uh, and then Kuzma coming off the bench, uh, twenty-four minutes. He had fifteen points. Uh, what is that? Three turnovers. Uh, two assists, and a total of three rebounds. So, I mean, it wasn't a bad game. They played the Denver Nuggets. They lost 124-107. to 107. The Nuggets, however, are a good team, and they're only getting better. Uh, Murray, Jokic, Millsap, Craig, Barton. Uh, they also have, uh, excuse me, I'm going to butcher this name, Herman Gomez. Um, they also had Lights, Lytles, uh, Plumlee. Uh, they have Morris as well. Uh, they also have Beasley, um, so they have you know they have a they have a pretty good little team built around them right now. They have Porter Jr., who eventually will come out and do well. Um, he played at Missouri in high school. Uh, he's a big talent coming out of there. So again, I think it's just a new look Lakers that were kind of struggling a little bit. Um, interesting, uh, interesting side note. They played in San Diego, did they? Yeah, I did not know that. I w- I thought that was very interesting. Right on. And the the uh, the what game was it? The Hornets and the Celtics, I believe, preseason game, they played in North Carolina at the... I did, at Tar Heels. Yeah, I did see that. I I did see that. that was very interesting. Speaking of the Celtics, um, that right now in preseason, they are two and one, one and two, excuse me. They lost to the Cavaliers 102 to 95. They lost to the Hornets 104 to 97. And they also played to the Hornets again, where they won 115 to 112. Dude, I hope, I hope Gordon Hayward comes back and has a good year. I really do. He's doing well so far. You know, he's... There, I saw a doc. I saw a, a, a trailer for a documentary that the uh, I think it, I don't know who's doing it, but there's a documentary coming. I th- the Athletic, the Athletic is doing a documentary called the The Return, and I think it's focused. It, no, it is focused on Gordon Hayward, and he's you know it's a little trailer about how he talks about how uh, just his return in general. The critics saying he's not going to be the same player, and he you know I I think I remember him saying you know he acknowledges that he's not going to be the same player, but. I mean, what? I mean, it'd be tough to be the same guy. It's going to be tough to yes, injury exactly. like that. So I can't really blame him per se. Yeah, but I I generally hope that he comes back and has a good year. Uh, I fully expect the Celtics to come out of the East right now. I'll say it right now. Yeah, I have the Celtics coming out of the East right now uh, and playing in the championship. But yeah, I I just he seems like a genuine guy. He really does. Not to you know, not to get personal on here, but he seems like a genuine guy. He's a right. good player, and he just—he's not the type of player that you you can you can't like, you know. Right, right. So I, you know, yeah, no, like I said, he's been playing pretty well injury, so far. Man. It's dude broke yeah, his dude, literally gross. broke his ankle. Yeah, and, that was gross. And it's not—that's never fun. No, for anybody. For those of you guys who haven't seen it, it's not a pretty sight. Don't go watch it. I encourage yeah. you not to watch it. It's not, so I mean, so far Gordon Hayward looks like he's averaging kind of like you know fifteen points. Or, excuse me, 15 minutes, 7 points right now. So, I mean, it looks like he's coming in. He's contributing early. Yeah. 
you know, um, which I think for him will be huge in my opinion. If he can just come in and get in there right away, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But anyway, so right now they're looking pretty good. Uh, San Antonio has played one game so far. They have played against the uh, Heat, which they won that game uh, 104 to 100. Uh, Rudy Gay comes in 13 points, 5 of 6 from the free throw line. Uh, Aldridge comes in with 10 points, 17 minutes. Um, and then again, DeRozan, our new guy there, 18 minutes, 7 points, uh, 2 assists, 1 steal, 2 rebounds, coming in and doing some good work there. Uh, I am really looking forward to this season. I, I really am. I know it's it's obviously as we we talked with Jabari. Right. We had the pleasure of getting Jabari on the show. Which thank thank you again by the way, Jabari, uh, if you listen to this. It's obviously gonna be a, a a season of transition, like he said. It's a whole new team. It's the first season without the big three. Without the complete big three. Right. Um and so it's gonna be just it's the one thing I would say if any Spurs fans listen to me at all and wanna take anything to heart what I say go into this season with an open mind mm-hmm. you know it's it's going to be a, it's going to be a year transition and if you wonder why if anybody out there wonders why pop is coming back for another year after the after the uh, off season that he had uh with, you know thoughts and prayers going out to pop mm-hmm. I would say this why would he not come back you know it's I I think he still has fun I think he still enjoys it He's never been one to publicly uh, express how much he loves the game of basketball. But I think he does still love it. I think he does still get a kick out of it. I think he loves watching the development of his young guys. I was going to say, I think he likes the relationship with his guys. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, people would argue, you know, he doesn't have his three main guys anymore. But he's got a whole lot of young talent on him. He's got a whole lot of young talent. He's got some... He's got some very good veterans on his team, mm-hmm. you know. So why wouldn't you want to go to group, w- go to work every day with that group and prove people wrong? People are saying, "Oh, you got a whole bunch of new guys." You know, uh, you got, you know, Demar obviously. Mark's coming back for a second for a second tenure with the Spurs, but it's a group of young talent. Why would you not want to go to work with that? You know, prove, prove people wrong. I would just say go to, go into the season with an open mind, Spurs fans. It's it's you're we're gonna hit our bumps because that's just gonna happen. It's just gonna happen, but if everything clicks, I really, really, really am looking forward to seeing what this group can do. Um, I don't think it's one to overlook. Uh, yeah, I'm just excited about it, man. I uh, sounds cliche to say, it, but I'm it's one of the seasons I've been more excited about to watch this season. So, with I mean, because especially because we don't have we don't have Tim, we don't have Tony, we don't have Manu anymore. Uh, they've all moved on. Um, which, by the way, Timmy can still play, dude. Jabari posted some videos mm-hmm. on Twitter. Timmy can still play. Yeah, he's he he's still showing up at the practice at the practice facility. He's posting up the young guys. He can still play. He oh, just doesn't want to go through the grind of an NBA season. I was like, that's the big thing. It's not that he can't do it. It's that you know, there's a whole month where yeah, he has to travel the entire time. I couldn't do all that. No, yeah. So it's still loves it. I I love that. I I love the fact that those guys, Tim and Manu, are still showing up at the practice facility. They're still suiting up. They're still, you know, going through the routine with the guys. Yeah. They're well, just the there. Greek freaks out there practicing with Kobe. Yeah, they're you know just there, man, to just, you know, to you know, for guys to pick their brains. How can you not love that? You know, right. So I'm looking forward to it. I would just say go into this, go into the season with open mind. I know we still have that monster squad in Oakland, you know, but 
You know, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. You got to play the games. It'll be a fun year this year for sure. Yeah. Uh, Houston uh, again won one thirty one to one fifteen against uh, against the the Grizzlies. There um, again, the the real big pickup for them, I guess technically, uh, was um, oh, what's his name there? Um, oh my God, why can't I remember his name? I'm sorry, who? Oh, that's right. His name is Carmelo Anthony, but (laughs) (laughs) nobody cares. Uh, So Carmelo Anthony had 23 uh, minutes, 13 points, two steals, four rebounds. Uh, Capella played out there, 21 minutes, five points, killing the game there, guy. Uh, But had six rebounds total. Chris Paul, 22 points, five steals, nine assists, going out and does what Chris Paul does, all in 26 minutes. Uh, James Harden out there doing work, 30 minutes, 20 points, uh, another six assists. Um, So the Rockets, as always, Scary team. Scary team. And then last but not least, Golden State, who actually lost their first game uh, to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Stephen Curry came out there, scored 21. Um, let me see here. So, yeah, Curry out there, 21 points, 20 minutes. Compton. Little Compton. Clay, Thompson? <laughs> Clay Thompson, a.k.a. Compton, apparently. Compton. Uh, 17 points, 20 like minutes. It. Right? That's not bad. I like it. I'm not, I'll take that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. They also had... Uh, Danny or Danny Green out there, excuse me. Draymond Green, twenty points, twenty minutes, two points, eight assists, four rebounds. Um, Kevin Durant, of course, sixteen points in twenty minutes. He was uh, two for two from the three for, uh, from the three th- free throw. Good God, these fireball shots are already getting to me. Come on, dude. Two of three from the beyond the arc and five <laughs> of nine from field goal. Um, and then, of course, they had Bell coming off the bench, scoring 10. Uh, Derrickson scoring 10 off the bench as well. They actually played everyone on their roster, which I thought was kind of impressive. Spurs did that, too. The only guy they didn't play, so I guess they didn't. The only guy they didn't play was uh, the new guy for Miami. Oh, Lonnie Walker. Yeah. But he's going he's gonna to play tomorrow. As, yeah. we're, as we're taping this, we're taping this on a Tuesday night yep. at 10.50. Yep. So the episode is going to be a little late, Meh, but not, not that you not that you notice anymore. All right. But uh, <laughs> so in the scr- <laughs> in the scrimmage uh, tomorrow, that's going to take place at the AT and T Center. He's he's scheduled to play, so that'll be fun. Yeah. All right. So moving on a little bit here. Um, that was your first look basketball. Real excited for the season here. We're gonna cover more of that when it starts to to get. In. I can't believe basketball's already back though, man. Dude, it's hard to believe. Man. It literally feels like it was like all of four days ago that. Boston, or not Boston, excuse me. Golden State just destroyed uh, the, the Cavaliers. Yeah. I still think Boston should have taken it. Um, but, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, if Chris Paul plays there in the finals. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, well. Well, yeah. Anyway. Anyways, we're moving right, on. Moving on. Uh, so now let's take a look, a little bit at, let's take a little bit of a look at. You need uh, another fireball shot. Do I think I do need another fireball? Need another shot. fireball. I shot. do. I've been drinking this IPA over here, <laughs> <laughs> loving it. For those of you guys who haven't tried Odell's, uh, try Odell's Brewing Company. They're from a small town, well, not a small town, but they're from Fort Collins, Colorado, which is where I lived when I was living in Colorado. One of the best breweries I've ever had. Um, been a part of that I have gotten to enjoy. Their IPAs are amazing. It's India Pale Ale IPA. Um, let's think what else. Uh, Ninety Shilling is also excellent. Uh, pretty much everything. Rupture is excellent. Um, Easy Street is excellent. Like, it's all just, it's all excellent, man. I'm glad, you're here. I'm glad you're here to drink it because I'm not an IPA guy. Dude, I love IPAs. <laughs> it's because I'm a basic white dude. <laughs> <laughs> I have heard that IPAs are the pumpkin spice lattes for white bros. 
Speaking of which, I don't get pumpkin spice lattes, man. I, I just don't get it. I don't either. By the way, thank you for introducing me to white chocolate mochas because, God, dude, dude they were. Don't tell people that. They were delicious. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. They're delicious, dude. I don't care. <laughs> they are good, I though. I really don't care. They are good, though. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I had a friend a long, long time ago who. Um, Can you imagine how much money Starbucks makes on a daily basis? Dude, I don't even want to know. I mean, it's like five, I went to Starbucks today to pick up a drink for somebody for five bucks. Five dollars, yeah. Just for the drink. Not upset, like, wasn't crazy, but yeah. like for one drink. So that's, yeah. you know, two drinks, that's 10 bucks, 11 bucks. Yeah. You think they have 100 customers, like, that's ridiculous. Oh, they have yeah. 100 customers, like, in an hour. Yeah. Like, that's anyway. Anyways, moving on a little bit, let's talk about some. Foosball. Some foosball. Some foosball, which from what I understand is the devil to some folks. It Mostly is. moms. Um, it is. But anyway. All right, so looking into it here, um, we'll kind of go as we did last week. We'll go down uh, in order. First one I wanted to start with uh, was the Thursday night game between the Vikings and the Rams. The Rams ended up winning that game 31, or excuse me, 38 to 31. Uh, Jared Goff, he was, what, 26 of 33, 465 yards and five touchdowns. Uh, Gurley, 17 yards, or 17 carries, 83 yards. Dude, so I was watching this game, right? I didn't, but go ahead. So I was watching this game, and it just, it, it looked like fun. I mean, these guys were scoring left and right. They made it look so, so easy. Goff was standing back there just delivering... Perfect passes, dude. Is this the game you were saying that? Uh, yes, dude. That, like this is yeah. fun. I want to yeah. go play football. So, and was, then you tried convincing it. Tell yeah. The story, so okay. So I'm sitting there and I was watching this game and I was telling Anthony a little bit about it and I was like, man, this looks like fun. I mean, I played a little football in high school, but like, this looks like fun. Like, I want to play this. I want to play football. This looks like fun. And so I was like, okay, you want to play football? And I was like, yeah. Talking to myself, do you want to play some football? I was like, yeah, I do want to play some football. I was like, okay, here's what I want you to do. I want you to run a, run across the yard. Well, run across the yard as best as you can. <laughs> and then I want you to go ahead and dive on the ground. And the back of my brain went, no, that'll hurt. <laughs> I don't want to do that. And I was like, oh, I guess you don't want to play football that bad. It's like, oh, I guess I don't. I guess I don't. So... Yeah, I mean, but just watching the game, it looked like so much fun. I mean, Kirk Cousins is having a little bit of problems with his defense, um, giving up a whole lot. The Vikings right now are one, two, and one. Um, they're oh one and one away on the on the road. There, uh, the Rams are four and oh, three and oh at home. Um, so we'll kind of see what happens when they start to travel a little bit. But right now, I think the Rams are the best, most complete team in football. Um, that line is just unstoppable right now. Sam Darnold is just killing it. Just. Throwing Kirk Cousins down like a rag doll, dude. It was insane. Dude, your Falcons lost by one point. The dude. Falcons lost by one point to the Bengals, who right now are three and one, two and one away from home. They won thirty-seven to twenty-six. I mean, the thing is, Matt Ryan went twenty-nine of thirty-nine. He had four hundred and nineteen yards and three touchdowns. And we still lost. Yeah. But I will say, though, that we have had some pretty significant injuries on the defensive side of the ball. So right now we are really learning how to play with some different guys in some different positions. So I will give them a pass on this one. As you always do. As I always do. Because you're... I do think that the Falcons will bounce back and have a better season. I do think that. But I think right now our biggest thing is figuring out our, our offense a little bit. Rise so, up. 
Rise up, Falcons. We'll get there. So uh, next game, we have the uh, Buccaneers finally landing back to earth a little bit. Uh, the Bears beat up on the Bucks, forty-eight to ten. Uh, Trubisky had was what nineteen of twenty-six for three hundred and fifty-four yards and six touchdowns, putting up Patrick Mahomes numbers out there. I don't uh, agree with playing uh, with playing Jameis over over uh, Fitzpatrick. I don't agree with it because I mean I get it. Fitzpatrick kind of came back down to earth a little bit last week. Even then, he had three touchdowns still. I mean, he had a bunch of picks, but he still had a bunch right of touchdowns. Right the hot hand, man. Well, my thing is, is that, and I, the reason I understand why they did it, I guess my opinion of why they did it, was because Fitzpatrick isn't going to be around as long as Jameson will. No. So you want to go with the younger cat, get him more experience, try to develop him more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I can see why, but I agree with you. Go with Fitzpatrick. Well, hot hand, dude. Fitz magic is Fitz, Fitz magic has been killing the you game. Fireball shot. Yep. All right. Hold on, guys. I'm so sorry. You want to talk about Cowboys and Lions? I didn't watch the game, so. <laughs> oh. um, Cowboys actually. The Cowboys actually won actually a game. Won a game. Uh, on a on a field goal, which is so Cowboys. Fucking congrats. <laughs> Ezekiel Elliott went for 25 carries, uh, 152 yards. Uh, Matthew Stafford. Ah. How was that? Fireball, that's how it was. <laughs> oh man. Matthew Stafford went 24 for 30 for 307 yards. This dude threw for 300 yards and still lost the game. <sighs> I'm struggling. A lot of people are ragging on Dak Prescott, saying that he's not as good as as uh because he's not as he made out to be his first season when he just came onto the scene and just tore it up. Because he's not. He's a game manager, bro. He's a game. He's pretty good down the stretch. Explain that. A game manager? Correct, please. Okay, in my opinion, Dak Prescott is the kind of guy who's not going to go out and win a game for you. He has to have a system. He's got to have a line. He's got to have a running back. He's got to have a receiving core. He's got to have a lot around him. Whereas you take a guy like Aaron Rodgers, who can have a beat-up receiving core, damn near no offensive line and a non-existent running game and he can still go out and win yeah you know what i'm saying you take you you know yeah he's not a game you took russell wilson is not a game manager russell wilson russell will wow 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 i need to straighten this up a little bit so (laughs) russell wilson doesn't have to have an offensive line to do well because he damn near doesn't it's almost just like him in the center it's like backyard football Wait to seven Mississippi and then rush the quarterback, pretty much. So he's out there, and he can make plays. He can make things happen. Dak doesn't necessarily have that ability. Not that he can't do it. I just don't think he's learned how to do it yet, in my opinion. Yeah. He's not a, he's not a, he's not a quarterback that will go out and win it for you. He's a quarterback that needs guys to help him win it. Does that make sense? Russell Wilson can make something happen. It does, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cam Newton can make something happen if he has to. Because he can run the ball, he can throw the ball. It's not the best at the throwing thing, but you know he's a quarterback, so I guess you don't have to. A lot of people are arguing that, well. that Dak can't throw the ball down the field more than twenty yards, but he's proven that he can. Mm. Has he? Yeah, he had a nice throw last game. He had a nice throw last week, where I, the only throw that I saw. I don't know. I I kind of agree with that. He can't throw the ball downfield that well. That well. Yeah, you know I'm saying now. He granted, do he it. doesn't have. 
the receiving core to do so either. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Des Bryant was his big down-the-field target. And doesn't have that anymore. Doesn't have that anymore. So I wonder if it's a little bit of just a lack of Which, by of the personnel. way, Des Bryant doesn't, still doesn't have a job. Right. Because he wants a lot of money yeah. that he's not going to get. So anyway, Cowboys over the Lions, 26-24. Uh, congratulations. Uh, the Bills come right back down to earth after beating up on the Minnesota Vikings to lose to the Packers, 22 to zip. Aaron Rodgers, 22 of 40, 298 yards with one touchdown. Um, the Titans, Titans beat the Eagles, dude. That was a very good they game. They did, yeah, they 26, did. 26-23 overtime. It was a great game. It was. Congratulations to Marcus Moriota there. Yep. Uh, Moriota outproduces Wentz. Uh, well, not outproduces, but outduels. Outduels him. Uh, 33 of 50 for 484 yards and two touchdowns. That was Carson Wentz's numbers. Um in all reality, in my opinion, I think the Eagles should have won this game but didn't. You know what I'm saying? Should've it's not so much that the Titans won, it's that the Eagles lost. Yeah. If that makes sense. 37-34, Texans over the Colts. Right. Another game that went into overtime. Um, Texans looked good down the stretch. They did what they needed to do. Which, by the uh, way, I'm glad these games didn't end in ties because that's just bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Colts look good. Andrew Luck came back. He was 40 for 62, 464 yards and four touchdowns. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins for Houston, 10 receptions, 169 yards and a touchdown. Really helped my fantasy team this week. Appreciate that. Uh, speaking of another guy that helped out my fantasy team, Tom Brady and the PATS Pats took on the Dolphins in, uh, I believe, in Foxborough. Um and won 38 to 7. Tom Brady, 33 of, uh, or no, excuse me, 23 of 35. 274 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, Sonny Michael had a really good game coming out of the back there. 25 carries, 112 yards, and a touchdown. I think that was really good for him to come out and kind of show out a little bit there. Uh, Jaguars over the Jets, the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Jags move on to a 3-1 and record. Uh, They beat the Jets 31-12. Bortles had two touchdown passes and 388 yards. Uh, Yeldon, 18 carries, 52 yards, and a touchdown. Um. A couple other scores before I get into another one that I wanted to look out there. Uh, Chiefs over the Broncos. Mahomes was 28 of 45, 304 yards and one touchdown. So that's a little bit different for him. Uh, Ravens beat up on the Steelers 26 to 14. Ravens move on to a three and one record. Uh, Flacco throws two touchdowns. Alex Collins, 11 carries, 42 yards. Uh, Chargers over the 49ers. Um, we'll get into that one a little bit later too. Saints over the Giants, 33 to 18. Eli Manning had another touchdown pass. 31 of 41, 255 yards. Kamora, 19 carries, 134 yards, and three touchdowns. Talk about another guy that was helping out my fantasy. Uh, Seahawks over the Cards because the Cards are a terrible team. Uh, 20 to 17, Josh Rosen in his uh, initial start for the Cards. Uh, 15 of 27, 180 yards passing, and one touchdown. Mike Davis for Seattle, 21 carries, 101 yards, and two touchdowns. Congratulations. Raiders get their first win under the... uh, John Gruden regime, uh, 45 to 42 over the Browns. Uh, Baker Mayfield and crew. Baker um, went for 295 yards. Went for 295 yards, two, two touchdowns. touchdowns. Granted, he threw two picks. I didn't get to watch this game, but the fact that it went to overtime just their second overtime game this 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 season, man. Yeah, I'm not impressed though. Unfortunately, no, no. Um, he only had. You know, he was 21 of 41 passing, so it was only like half of his passes were complete. Now, granted, Derek Carr was 35 of 58, so it's not like 
He know. was outstandingly better. Right. Um, but even then, the the, the rating was a 70.7. Like, it's not all that great. It's not like, you know. Now, granted, I think he did some good things. One thing I think that Baker does well is that he makes you respect him a little bit. Because he can run. He can pass. He, opens op- he also opens up the run game. Uh, but Nick Chubb, three carries, 105 yards, two touchdowns. You want to talk about the player of the game, you're not looking at Mayfield. You're looking at Chubb, another rookie out of Georgia. Go Bulldogs. Go Bulldogs. Um, and then, of course, Carlo Hyde took the, the brunt of the, uh, the, the, the running game there. He was 22 carries, 82 yards, and a touchdown as long as it was 16. Um, Rashad Higgins, CSU grad. Uh, four receptions, 61 yards, uh, no touchdowns, but five targets. Uh, Callaway, another good game for him. Um, but, yeah, Baker Mayfield also fumbled twice, by the way. Did he really? Yeah. So he had two interceptions and two fumbles. Didn't get to watch it, so I didn't know so, that. Anyway. So moving on here, uh, looks like the Chargers uh, beat the San Francisco 49ers in the first game um, that uh, – Jimmy G, that handsome devil, doesn't play. Um, Berthed goes 23 of 37 for 298 yards, two touchdowns and two picks as well. Uh, he also had a, a lost fumble. Um, let's see here. Uh, Phillips Rivers, Phillip Rivers went 25 of 39, 250 yards, three touchdowns and a pick. Melvin Gordon, 15 carries, 104 yards, no touchdowns. Um, you know, Kareem Allen did good. Did well receiving. Melvin Gordon did well receiving. Terrell Williams did good receiving. Uh, Antonio Gates always does well. They all had a couple of touchdowns. There. Well, most of them had a couple of touchdowns there. Um, but, yeah, so the Los Angeles Chargers beat the San Francisco 49ers while Jimmy G was out with yep. a torn ACL. Before we move on, because I know you want to move on. I do. Before you move on, I just want to ask real quick. Okay. Not on the subject of Jimmy G. But I wanted to do something cool, something not cool, but something different. something different. Okay. A quick little, just just a little side note real quick. By the way, shout out to Kevin, because Kevin gave me the idea. Overreaction or fact, Patrick Mahomes, the overall buzz, they'll go to the playoffs and all of that. Is this all overreaction or is this... Uh, just hype or not hype? Right. Great question. So yeah, a good buddy of ours, Kevin. Kevin Rowe did give us this uh, this idea, this overreaction versus uh, like a true statement. How do you feel about it? Um, I will say this about Patrick Mahomes: interceptions will come. Oh yeah, there will come a time where he does not play as well as he has been. Yeah, even this last game shows that a little bit. Yeah, they found a way to win. He still threw for almost 400 yards, had the one touchdown. He had an impressive fourth quarter comeback, man. Yeah, and he threw a, he threw like a, a five yard pass. Granted, it was five yard pass, left hand. Still though, I I think it's overreaction. Yeah, I do. Well, okay. Let me phrase it this way. So it's not so much that it's overreaction. I think that it's unsustainable. Andy Reid is a quarterback's coach. He's going to come back down to earth. Right. Yeah. Andy Reid is a quarterback's coach. He knows how to coach these guys. He knows what he needs to do. He knows how to get the job done. Patrick Mahomes has a hell of a talent. He can throw the ball almost 80 yards. 
Oh, yeah. From, like, you know what I'm saying, literally 80 yards. I mean, it's insane. So, he's got a talent. He's a smart guy. He comes from an air raid offense there at Tech. He knows how to, to sling the ball. Like, he's, he's a good quarterback. I don't think this is sustainable, though. I think at some point, teams will find out how to stop him. Oh, of course. Now, granted, Kansas City does have a really, really diverse offensive setup. They have one of the best running backs in the game right now. They have one of the best receivers in the game right now. And right now, they have one of the better quarterbacks in the game. With one of the best quarterback coaches in the game. Yeah. But Andy Reid can't win in the playoffs in the first place. So I'm not super excited when they get to the playoffs anyways. Because he just doesn't cut it there for some reason. So... In general, I think the hype is real. I just think it's unsustainable, and I think we're seeing the best of this guy early. Gotcha. I think that he will level out and play above average but more normal. But I think, you know, next year he's not throwing 13 touchdown passes in the first three games. No. I don't think he's throwing that over any three-game span ever again. It's just impressive over Drew. It is. It's yeah. unfucking believable But, again... Quick, quick other little side note here. I was watching Jalen and Jacoby today. They had Bill Simmons on, which I'm not sure if you know who Bill Simmons is. But I don't off the top of my head. Uh, he's a sport. He's a Boston sports guy. Um, he said that Patrick Mahomes is the Steph Curry of the NFL. Young, talented, and how Steph Curry can shoot threes with ease and make them look like layups. Patrick Mahomes is doing that with with t- with touchdowns. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about that? Uh, the comparison. Comparison. I just need more time to see Patrick Mahomes play to make that comparison. I like, can I, see it. I, I can, can, I can see, see it. it. I can, I can I, see I, it. I can agree with it. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it's. True, because I mean, you know, you look at Fitzpatrick, who's throwing touchdown pass after touchdown pass for those first couple of games. He was throwing almost just as many. But Ryan Fitzpatrick is not young. Patrick Mahomes is young. Yeah, but this is also his first time with this team. Like, he doesn't have a great coach under his belt. Like, he's throwing touchdown passes just as easily. And Steph Curry, it took him three, four, five years in the league before he started doing all this. He did. Yeah, he did. Like, well, you wouldn't, you know, coming out and slinging like this. So, well, he was, but. Not to the same degree. Yeah, that's true. Not to the same degree. That's true. So I can see the comparison. I need more time to look at the comparison first. I need more information on Mahomes, but, I mean, I get it. Yeah. Well, I was asking you one earlier. Now I want your opinion on there there, kiddo. Okay. Are we moving on, Jimmy J? No. Okay. This is a different one. Okay. Another comparison question for you. Okay. Okay. Do you think... That Curry, Thompson, and Draymond. Oh boy, yeah, are a equal but different version of Timmy, Manu, and Parker. Ready to go. How many rings do they have right now? They have two or three. Four. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Three. No. Three maybe. Three four. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, he came over to the house early, and he's brought up this question. And just because I see the world through black and silver eyes. <laughs> I had I had trouble admitting this. I had trouble because I just don't like Draymond. 
I think he's very, very arrogant, as we all know. Uh, let's see. Or is he cocky? <laughs> 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 Steph Curry. Steph Curry, how many rings do you have? Steph Curry, how many rings do you have? They are three-time NBA champions. Okay, so three rings. They are three, they, yeah. How long have they been playing? Two thousand ten, ten oh nine, nine says he was the oh nine draft oh nine uh, round. Sorry, seventh pick overall in the oh nine draft. Okay, so oh nine. So what you're looking at like what nine years or so? Yeah, nine years or something like that. Yeah. Okay. To answer your question, yes. Okay, it's That's hard to I deny. To hear. It's hard to deny. That's all I wanted to hear. That. But let me ask you this: Do you think they stick together for as long as Tim Manu and Tony did? I think they could. I think those three love playing where they play. I think those three have brought fame and glory to an organization that didn't really have a whole lot of it. Yeah. I think that they love the fan base there, and I think that those guys are selfless enough to take some pay cuts to be able to play there together. The only one I see leaving really would be uh, Thompson. Yeah. No, I was going to ask you that. But they, even then, I don't see him not leaving. Sticking, that band is not sticking together as long as Tim, Manu, and Tony did. I think they could, though. If they pay them enough, I think that they could. You can't pay them enough, though. To keep KD on that team, too? Okay, let me ask this. Would you rather be the star that loses or the number two that wins another three more rings? The rings? You'd pick the rings? Yeah. Okay, so why wouldn't Thompson pick the rings? Right, I don't know. He may want to be the he may want to be the second the the, the losing star. That's not saying much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like nobody wants to be the losing star. Well, I think. Well, my overall thing is, you can't pay them all as much as they want. Not everybody's gonna make sacrifices like the Spurs did, like Tim Manu did. But there's a difference. Maybe I can't pay you all up front, but with the endorsements, with the recognition, with everything that you're going to be getting outside of my contract, you'll make up for it. Yeah. I would take a $5 million pay cut to make sure I go win a ring. Not a lot of guys do that. I think probably more guys than we think do that. Well... Not a lot of guys. Because Draymond said he took a pay cut. Steph said he took a pay cut just to make sure they get KD on the team. KD's on the team, and now they're one of the most dangerous teams on the planet. No, they are the most dangerous team on the planet. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. They're just ridiculous. They're a monster squad. We all know this. They are. So I agree with you. If they can maintain that team for a long period of time, which they've already been. How long were those? The, those, the big three in San Antonio together? Oh, man. So, Timmy got drafted in 97. He played for one or two without Parker, oh. though, right? In yeah. Probably? I want to say Tony came into the league 2000. Let me Google this. So, I so like, get, close to 20 years. So, we, I would say so we don't get hate mail, but we don't get mail. We don't get mail. We really s- don't. For some reason. I want to say Tony came into the league in 2000. But let me don't let me make sure. And then Manu came into the league in 01 or 02. 
It wasn't that. It wasn't that far long. It was or that far apart. Um, draft. When did Tony get drafted? Tony got drafted. Oh one, oh one, twenty eighth pick overall in the oh one draft. So a couple seasons after, a couple seasons after Tim, and not just because I'm curious. <clears throat> Are you happy, though, dude? Jesus. I am. Jesus. I am. You said there would never be another. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, also, guys, for those of you who don't know right now, just a real quick update. The Rockies are playing the Chicago Cubs right now. They're going to the bottom of the 11th. They're going to the bottom of the 11th? Yeah. Wow. This is the wild card game. Wow. Bottom of the 11th. Well. As we're saying this as like as we're, we're recording, like so, we're live, right? I you know, were going to hear this, but, and yeah. they're going to know. But it's still exciting. Yeah, me. I'm a huge Rockies fan. For those of you who don't know, I'm rooting for Rocktober right now to continue their role. Um, so I'm pretty, I'm pretty pumped up about it. I just need like you know Blackman or Velka or O or Lemayu, Arenado, Story, Holiday, Para, basically Desmond, anybody Dahl. in the lineup to come up big. Yeah. And all these guys can. That's the thing. I don't think it's going to matter, man. Brew, brews, brewers. They're all going to be too drunk. <laughs> uh, anyway. Manu got drafted in the uh, 99 draft as well. Right on. So, yeah, almost 20 years for most of them. Yeah. Cool. Right on. So, yeah, I mean, they're halfway there already. I think they, they could be the next big three. Or another version of the big three. They're another, definitely another version of the big three. There's no denying that. Right. There's no denying that. But the, we all know who the originals were. Moving on. I wouldn't even say that they were the original big three. I bet you there were teams before us, before them, that had three of the biggest players. Well, of course, but... The Bulls had Pippen and Jordan and Rodman. I wouldn't call that a big three. I would call them back-to-back world champions, but I guess that's not the big three. (laughs) Whatever. They won two out of five. That's two-fifths of the rings just in two years. Yeah. The Spurs took 20. I'm just saying. Different league, man. Different times. Okay. Different. I was like, oh, what? Different times. Anyway, going to the top of the 12. Going to the top of the 12? Let's go Rock Sox. Go Rock Sox. Moving on. Moving on here. So as we were talking about a little bit, San Francisco 49ers lost their handsome devil of a quarterback there, Jimmy G. To a torn ACL. It is a pretty brutal injury. Um, he was very clearly just devastated on the cart as he was leaving. The you field. tear your ACL, your knee's never going to be the same. It really won't. It's it's a long, slow rehab process. It can take a while, um, and it's not a fun fun thing to go through at all. I've seen. I, I knew guys in high school that tore the ACLs, and I knew guys in college that tore the ACLs, and it's just not a fun thing. Dude. No, it's really not. So as this is coming out, this conversation between Jimmy Garoppolo's ex-girlfriend and her mother come come to the surface, come to light. And they are rejoicing in the fact that Jimmy Garoppolo is injured. That brings a lot of questions to my mind. I find that to be a very interesting and very compelling conversation to have. 
because that involves a few different things and a lot of it in the sports world. So, Anthony, how you doing, bud? I'm pretty good. You're doing Thank, well. Thanks, man. You're good, good. I'm glad. Thanks for doing the show with me, by the way. Dude, I'm, I love to be here. Thank you. <laughs> so I have a question for you. I have an answer, hopefully. In your opinion, is it okay to rejoice in the injury of others? Injury? No. It's not. I mean, no in general. No. It's not. Right now, no. I'm going to say no. Okay. Let me ask you this. Hypothetically speaking. Let's say that there was somebody that you know who every day beat you within an inch of your life, left you black and blue, all but suffocating in a pool of your own blood on the floor. Every day for like, mm, let's say... Dude, that is so different. (laughs) Continue. I'm, I'm asking, I'm giving you an example. Continue. Yeah, go ahead. He beats you for six months solid every day, black and blue. But okay. Fair enough. It might not. So now let's say that guy gets his shit rocked. Are you going to feel good about that? Yeah. I can see that smile. I mean, but, dude. So it is okay to feel good about it then. Depends on the situation. As I said before, we started recording. Okay. Can you give me a situation where it's okay to be happy that somebody else gets hurt? No. So then it's not okay to rejoice when somebody gets hurt. But I gave you an example just a second ago that you said it was happy when that guy got hurt. Man. That's a, dude, that's a great question, dude. That is, of course you would think of something like this, man. I took a semester of philosophy in community college, and all of a sudden, I know the innermost workings. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a serious question, because think about it. A player goes down in sports, and you have whole organizations that could potentially be happy about that. Aaron Aaron Rodgers hurts his knee. The Packers are like, no. But the Vikings, the Bears, and the Lions are all like, yeah, we have a chance. Mm -hmm. Next. Kind of shitty. It is shitty. So they're all shitty people. In some ways. Because we're not all perfect people. All right. I'm not saying that we are. Yeah. But I'm saying that you rejoice in the injury of others. In some ways, yes. But is that okay? Of course it's not okay. But people make mistakes. It's human nature of us. All the time? Yeah, all the time. Well, no, no. I'm saying, okay, let me, let me, let me. Let me change the way I say that. How can you be a fan of a team that very much roots for the injury of other folks? What do you mean? What, okay, is that- okay, so here's an example. Do you remember when the Saints won the Super Bowl? Yes. And they found out later that they had a bounty program? Where the defense was paid extra money to hurt other players. Oh, yeah. I do remember that. And then all of a sudden, that title didn't seem so bright and shiny anymore. Yeah. I do remember that. Like, 
how can you be a fan of a team that intentionally tries to hurt somebody? Well, I mean, it's hard to be a fan. Yeah, after that, after finding out that, yeah. So then we can't be sports fans. You can't be a fan of a football team if it's not okay to root for somebody who wants to hurt somebody else. And I don't mean like, oh, I hit him and he hurt. I mean like, oh, I'd like to tear his ACL. That's, dude, that will, I'm I'm sure in most cases, guys aren't going in this situation where they're going to hurt somebody. It's football, bro. I know it. I'm not saying that they're not supposed to be doing that thing. What I'm saying is, is that you have a whole group of people who are like, yeah, fuck yeah. You tore your ACL? Good. Good? Yeah. That's kind of shitty. It is shitty. That is so let me ask this then. Is the ex-girlfriend and the mom right in being excited that Jimmy G is injured? No. Citing karma. No. Why? It's wrong, dude. It's just wrong in general to wish that upon someone. So you're telling me that like most fans in the NFL are wrong? I mean, dude, people in general make mistakes every day. It's human nature of us. Guys playing fantasy football, you know, they Guys go down every week and guys... But that are, doesn't make it okay. Does not make it okay. No, it's not but okay. But we're still okay with it. So should we stop doing that then? Should we stop putting ourselves... We in should, life? but to, in the world we live in today, we're not going to. Because we make mistakes all the time. But you're making an excuse for making mistakes. You're like, we make mistakes. That's okay. Because we're going to fuck up anyway. As opposed to like, you know what? We do make mistakes. Maybe we should try to not make so many Right? I mean, we just don't live in a perfect world, man. Like, I'm not saying that we do. What I'm saying is, is that do you want to try to fix it? Or do you want to make it worse? Or let me rephrase it. Not make it worse. Continue down the path that we are on. Continue down the path of, of what? I'm sorry. So I understand that we are not perfect. But what you're saying is that we are not perfect. So we're going to make mistakes like, I don't know, cheering on that people are injured. So instead of saying, oh, well, you know, that's not okay to do, we shouldn't do that. We should find a way to not do that. You're saying, eh, well, fuck it, we do that. So I'm asking, do we continue down the, oh, well, fuck it, we're going to do that. You know, it's not right, but, you know, it is what it is, fuck it. Or do we go, you know what, that's not okay. We should fix that and do something else. We should fix it. Should we? What do you, what do you think? You're asking me all this. What do, you, what do you think? About which aspect? All of it. Okay. I think, in my opinion, it's human nature to feel happy at the sight of... Someone in the else, case of revenge. Someone else getting hurt that hurt you? If you feel wronged, I can understand why somebody would feel righteous in feeling good about somebody else getting injured. Do I think that's the right thing? Not a chance. Because you should not wish on others the things that were done onto you. Nope. I think that's a very selfish thing. In my opinion. Now, granted, there are horrible things that have been done to people. And I can completely understand why they would want somebody else to hurt like them. I get that. Yeah. Not questioning that. Yeah, terrible. But I don't think it hurts to be the quote-unquote 
bigger person. I know what it feels like to hurt. Even though this person hurt me or other people hurt, I don't want them to feel like that. Yeah. And I'm not saying me personally, but I'm saying from that perspective, I don't want anyone to hurt. And not like a powder puff cupcake. Like I, I would agree. Everybody, But no, I don't want to see a dude go down for a year and not be able to play. I would agree. That shit sucks. I would agree. He put in a lifetime of hard work. Yeah. That's awful. Yeah. I don't want somebody to get hurt by somebody else. That's awful. But we keep putting ourselves in these situations where we're like, you know what? Fine. But I think we need to change what we do in order to stop doing those things. Because right now, we're torn between entertainment and... I don't want to say morality, but... Being a good person. Yeah. So we're like, do we want to be entertained? (laughs) Or do we want to feel good about ourselves? And the option is entertainment nine out of ten times. Yeah. I'd rather be entertained than think about the fact that I'm okay with somebody else getting hurt because you know what? I won in fantasy this week. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Terrible excuse, but yeah. But you see what I'm saying? No, yeah, it is. So, you know, I'm not saying I'd like to get rid of football, but I'm saying if we did that, I wouldn't be all that upset because of some of the things that get taken away. Yeah. We can find entertainment without football. We did it. Football's only been around for like 60-something years, 70-something years. Mm-hmm. We can find something else to do. We oh, can yeah. do these things like I don't know, reading or like, I don't know. Writing? Playing outside or like, I don't know, being social. Yeah. Like we use football as an excuse for entertainment to do all these things. You don't have to have them. Now, this is not me advocating the dismemberment of the NFL. No. I don't want anybody to think that. No. But what I am saying is that I think that there are things that provide us really shitty ways of making excuses to think these bad things i would agree with that and i don't think that the mom because it's football man because it's these guys are gonna get hurt naturally it's just it's just part of the game playing a game yeah you're you're, gonna get hurt that's fine one of the most physical sports right in the world that's fine yeah i don't mind that it's the thoughts that we put behind those injuries that i mind yeah you know what i'm saying well, like I said, people aren't perfect. Didn't say that they were. But what I'm saying is, is that we can keep Danny going down this path yeah. of being shitty. Where does that lead us? I don't know. More shittiness. Yeah, more I'd shittiness. Imagine. Yeah, That's terrible. You know what I'm saying? We just... It's just an interesting thought, I think. No, it's a very interesting thought, and I'm glad you... Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I'm sorry I don't have better answers for you. You're fine. Don't have to. Yeah. It's just the thought process. Yeah. I'm just curious. Again, I don't think that she's right. I personally, I hate seeing these guys go down, man. No matter what. I Same. mean, I, I really, really hate seeing these guys Same. go down. You know, it's like. Anybody, guys, though. These guys, it's their livelihood, man. It is their livelihood. It's what they depend on to make a living. A lot of these guys have been playing since junior high. CFPO. Provide for their families. You know? Right. And for them to go down with gruesome injuries, it's just, it's a very, very unfortunate thing. And for, to your point, for people to have opinions and thoughts about 
oh, they just they went down. They're not going to play next Good. Week. You know, awesome. It's terrible of us to think that way. That's us as a, that's us as a society, though. We just we just unfortunately suck in that regard. So how do you fix it, man? <laughs> I don't think anybody has the answer to that. Well, Albert, what do you think? If you had to, if you had to best guess, pull answer out of your ass. I don't have an answer right now. Sorry. You got nothing. I got nothing, dude. I think. Do I even have an answer? <laughs> yeah, you're asking me. Do you have an answer? Call them on it. What do you mean, call them on it? Call them on their bullshit it would be my answer. To how to fix it? I wonder how often people say something and don't realize the effects that it has. How shitty it can be. Yeah. No, people, yeah, all the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, all so the time. So I wonder if just calling somebody on that shit would make them more aware of what they're saying. I also think it would depend on that person who you're calling out as to whether or not they can actually back up their reasoning for whatever shitty reason it is. Fair. Yeah, because I don't know what Jimmy G did to the ex-girlfriend to we make her so know, salty. Yeah. We don't know what happened in that situation. But I can't be all that bad. He's still playing football. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I don't know. Just interesting. It's very interesting. Thank you. Like, I don't know. Just... So shitty. Yeah, dude. So shitty. Yeah, dude. Anyway. Anyways. All right, moving on to a little bit of lighter topics here. Moving on to a little bit of uh, baseball. Baseball. Baseball North Americano. America's greatest pastime. I'm not going to finish that sentence. Anywho. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we're moving on to baseball here. Uh, Playoff schedule is set. We know exactly who is going where. Um, Right now we are in two uh, heated games for the time being. Uh, both wild card games. Right now, we have the Colorado Rockies taking on the Chicago uh, Cubbies. Uh, right now, as we are recording, they're in the mid twelfth inning. They're in the twelfth. They're in the twelfth inning. So oh, we're getting wow. a little extra baseball here. Um, not always great for these wild card teams. They have this extra game. They're having to go through their bullpen. They're tired. Uh, you know, it's going to be tougher for them to play uh, next game. As well, we have another wild card matchup between the A's and the Yankees. A's go A's. I got the Yankees on this one only because they're in the Bronx. And that is a team that is built to hit home runs. They broke the single-season home run record. I mean, they will probably win the game, but go A's. Fair enough. I thought it was pretty incredible that the the Brewers racked off eight in a row to fucking win the NL Central. They beat the the Cubs on their home turf to, to win the NL Central. That's pretty impressive. And then now the Cubbies are having to play the Rockies for the wild card just to stay in the playoffs and play the Brewers. Yeah, so, but what about the the Rockies who had won, you know, eight? Okay, so. I'm not taking anything away from the Rockies. Rocktober. Because I'm saying, like, the Brewers went 9-1 and one in their last 10. The Rockies went 8-2 and two in their last 10. So it's not like they're that far behind. They're not far behind, no. The, Rock, or the Milwaukee's only won five more games than the Rockies did. Yeah. And I think they had better competition, too. I think the Dodgers are a better team than the Cubs. Arguable. Right. I think that the Cubs had, you know, but my biggest surprise there was how close St. Louis made it there towards the end. The cards really made a pretty late push. Oh, dude, yeah. For the playoffs. I thought they were going to make it. I thought they were, too. I was kind of nervous. So, anyways, so looking at uh, the playoff schedule here, let's take a look. So, the the Rockies are playing the Cubs right now as we speak, as we record this. 
whoever wins this series is, or whoever wins this game is going to play the Brewers, and the Brewers are going to have home field advantage. Mm-hmm. The Dodgers won the NL West, so they are going to play the um, the uh, Braves, and the Braves will have home field advantage in that series, I believe, right? I believe so. Yeah. So that, I mean, between those two, who I mean, Rocktober wins this game, let's say. I think Rocktober wins this game. Rocktober versus the Brewers. NO Division Series. Rocktober. Rocktober? Mm-hmm. I got to go Brewers, man. Because they won eight in a row? Because they have Christian Yelich on their team. And they have... I team. have Nolan Arenado. And they have a team that... I gave. also have LeMayu. <laughs> I understand that. I also have Charlie Blackman and Chris Iannetta. And uh, what's I, Matt Hoffman? Yeah, Matt Holiday. Matt Holiday, sorry. Matt Hoffman. Uh and have a Brewers gave and up hungry pitching staff. Brewers gave up the second, I think it was the second least amount of runs in the league. Pretty oh, the Rockies de- aren't known for scoring a whole, whole lot of runs. Pretty so. good defense. Um, oh, but also the ro- closer for the Rockies has the most saves in the MLB this year. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. It'll be a good series. Go Rocktober. Go, hey. If they make it through. If they make it through, I think the Rockies beat the Brew Crew. How many games? Five game series. Five games. Five games? I think it'll take all five. Okay. Uh, I think that if the Cubs make it out, however, I think that Milwaukee will win because they've played them most recently, so they've seen them, and okay. they know they have, more, they have more practice against them. Okay. If that makes sense. You've seen a guy so many times, you know what he's got. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't think the Dodgers. It's like Astros and Dodgers last series. The, uh, right, Astros exactly. Astros took advantage of the Dodgers. Um, the, the Right. The pitching set, because they knew what was coming. Yeah. So it's a lot like that, in my opinion. Dodgers versus the Braves. Five-game series. Dodgers. Dodgers? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I got to go Dodgers, too. Not that I don't think the Braves will play well. I think the Dodgers went in five. But I think that the starting rotation for the Dodgers will shut down the the young offense of the, or the, of the Braves, especially since the Braves, with a lot of these young guys, haven't been to the playoffs in a hot minute. Yeah, very true. You know what I'm saying? It's a whole different ballgame yeah. when you get to this point. Yep. So... Yeah, I got, I got Dodgers over the Braves, and then depending on who wins out of this game, I have either the uh, Brew Crew or the Rockies making it out, in my opinion, at least. And that was not winning the World Series, though. No. No, they're not. No. Not in my opinion, at End least. of the 12th. We're going, to the, we're going to the 13th inning. Good Lord. Want to talk AL, or do you want to wait for another, another episode for that? Let's rock AL real quick. AL? Okay. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, why not? We're okay, up. all right. Red Sox versus, I want to say it's the, who is it? Uh, Indians. No, Astros versus the Indians. Astros. And then Red Sox will play the winner of Yankees and A's. Yes, Astros versus, so, sorry. So, Ast- my opinion, it'll be Boston and New York. It'll be Houston and Cleveland. Houston beats Cleveland in four. Boston beats the Yankees in five. Uh, and then it'll be Boston and the Astros, in which I think the Astros... That's a five-game series again? Or is no, that a seven, seven games. Seven the game series, series is right. five games. <laughs> what do you think about it? Trying to decide who wins that one. Okay. I have to say Astros and probably six. I'll say Astros and six. Astros beat the Indians. Division series, Astros beat the, beat the Indians in five. That'll go five. I think. I'd say four in that one. I think they can shut down that offense pretty quickly. Fair. Uh, I think Boston beats the A's in 
You really have the A's moving on. Hey, dude. I'm just. I'm, I'm not a fan of the underdogs, man. I'm not either, but I think re- they're a better team at Viva home. Viva underdogs, dude. Viva the underdog. That's all I got to say. Then why aren't you rooting for the Rockies over the Brew Crew then there, guy? Viva underdog. They're both underdogs, man. No, they are not. Yeah, they are. Between those two, who's the underdog? Okay, the Brew is just Between one those two, who's the underdog? Okay, yes. The Brew is yes. just... Okay, hypocrite. But, I gotcha. Okay, Shit. generally speaking, the last time... When was the last time the Brewers were in the playoffs? Okay, when was the last time the Rockies were in the playoffs? <laughs> Same thing, I know. They're both underdogs. Well, then why don't you pick the more underdog of the underdog? It's not the underdog. It's who you want to win. There's a difference. If you want to pick the underdog... I'd be happy with either winning, honestly. Okay. I, I really so then let me ask this. Who's the underdog between the, the <laughs> Brewers and the Cubs? Brewers and the Cubs? Yeah. Obviously the Brewers. You think so? Yeah. I don't think this year. They have a better record. They beat them in the division. I don't call them underdogs. Yeah. That's fair. That's very fair. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cubs have been there, though. Cubs, Cubs have the experience. The Cubs are supposed to be there. I think they have the experience, but I don't think that it always necessarily makes them underdogs. It's fair. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you can have a powerhouse of a team that's never made it to the playoffs before. Like the Astros, when they had all the, the couple years ago, when they had Altuve, when they had Correa, they, all those guys are just kind of starting out and getting ready. Mm-hmm. I didn't consider them underdogs. No? No. Look at the pitching staff. Look at the lineup. Look how they've been playing all year. I don't consider that an underdog. How long ago? Pitching staff wasn't what it was a couple years ago. Or was Even it? a couple years ago. I don't... I, since, the, since those guys have come up throughout the seasons, they have been underdogs. Once they hit the playoffs, I do not consider them underdogs anymore. It's a different ball game. It is. It I don't is. consider them underdogs. I think of anybody in the playoffs right now, the two underdogs are the Rockies and the Braves. Not the Oakland Athletics. Not really. No? No. Look at how they've been playing all year. That's very true. Yeah, that's true. I don't consider that an underdog necessarily. I would say that maybe some of them are the, disadvantaged. Well, it, you know, it depends on how you see it. So, right. Yeah. I would say that they're disadvantaged having to play against the, 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 Yankees. the Dodgers. Or the Yankees, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's maybe a little bit, you, know, you don't have home field advantage, but I don't see you're an underdog. No. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, wow. Kend- Kyle Hendricks is in right now. Holy shit, really? Yeah. <laughs> As we're recording this. Oh, I know, right? Okay, so Houston in, I'll say, I'll say five. No, I, I think okay. you go. Houston in five. Houston in five. I got Houston in four. Boston beats the Athletics in four. I got Boston beating the Yankees in five. Okay. Boston versus Houston, Astros in seven. I say Astros in seven. So Astros versus the Brewers, Astros in seven. Yeah, dude, Rocktober, Rocktober. I uh, I could potentially see the Brewers winning in six. They don't give up runs. They don't. The Astros don't score. No, the Astros score. I know, but I'm saying if they don't score, that'll be their back end bullpen's not that great. That'd be a very, very, very good series. Yeah, that'll be be a a good series. Very good series. That'll be tough. We both agree that we think Brewers will make a strong push. 
Yeah. I can see the Brewers making a push. Okay. I still think that the Rockies will beat the Brew Crew, though. Rocktober, man. Believe. I love it. Only because they haven't played them as often. We'll see, man. You know what I'm saying? We'll see. But, again, if the Cubs win this game, then the Cubs lose to the Milwaukee. But if the Rockies win this game, I think the Rockies beat Milwaukee. Okay. I just hope the game is still going by the time we get home. Oh, I know, right? That would be awesome. That would be nuts. That'd be I feel game. so bad for those guys. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I mean, dude, okay, I mean, we've talked about this before. It's baseball, dude. It's just not – It's man, this is a whole other subject yeah, for a whole like, other episode. We'll save that because we'll I know where this is going. Yeah. And I – have my you, thoughts about that. You too. have thoughts about it as yeah. well. But yeah. All right. Moving, moving on, on here. Last one. And then we'll get then we'll let you go for your day. Start bench cut. A little start bench contaction. Go ahead. Start bench cut. Warriors lineup. Rockets lineup. Lakers lineup. <laughs> oh man. Ready to go. Just because you love making me mad. I do, though. Oh, man. That's hilarious. Say it again. Sorry. So, start bench cut. Rockets lineup. Golden State's lineup. Lakers lineup. Starting Golden State. Benching Houston. Lakers, get out of here. Cutting Bron Bron? Cutting Bron Bron. Oh. We haven't seen what he can do yet with the Lakers. So he can't. But we've seen what he can do with the Cavs. Very true. He's in the West now. Doesn't mean he's not making playoffs. Doesn't mean he's not playing well in the playoffs. It's LeBron. Like Jabari said, it's LeBron. It's LeBron. Okay, yes. Let's see. I actually didn't have anything lined up for this, so I'm sorry. Give me some time to think. You're good. If you want to rattle off something to our listeners, go ahead. Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't know. Trying uh, to come up with some new ones for you, too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let me go start bench cut. Okay. I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go sports. Okay. I'm gonna go Shiner. Okay. IPA. Okay. What's another beer you like? A lot of them. A lot of them. A lot of them. A lot of them. Dos uh, uh, I was like Dos. I like Modelos. I like Modelos. Modelos. You Modelos. were drinking Modelos. I do like Modelos. Start bench cut. IPA. Shiner. Modelo. Depends on the situation. Because I can start all of them for certain reasons. I can bench <laughs> all of them for certain reasons. But if I'm going by my favorite, start Shiner, bench IPA, cut Modelo. Okay. Very fair. Yeah. All right. I like it. Unless I'm trying to drink a lot. And then I'm going to go Modelo up there because I can drink a lot of it. Okay. Like if I have a long time I have to drink. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. Modelo first. Okay. Or if I'm trying to get smashed IPAs. Okay. Okay. Um, let's go Fireball. Jameson and uh, Dose. Mm. <laughs> start okay. Start Dose. Okay. Bench Fireball. Okay. Cut Jameson. Fair enough. Oh, I got another one for you. Okay. Okay. Start Bench Cut. Uh, Brew Crew. A's. Rocktober. Starting, starting Brooker. Oh uh, man, choose wisely. Choose wisely. How far you want to walk? <laughs> 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 oh, man. I know. Oh man. 
No, you know what? Okay. Start Brewers, bench Rockies, cut cut the A's. See, I would start the A's. I would bench the Brew Crew and I'd cut the Rockies. Why? Why to which part? Why to all of it? After you just... The A's are an excellent team. They really are. I think the Yankees are a better team at home than the A's are on the road. So I think that the Yankees still win that game. Okay. The A's are good team they have good pitching they have good fielding they have like the lowest payroll in baseball going against the highest payroll in baseball like they're a good team the Bruker another good team but i think they're going to be streaky for some reason i don't know why i get this feeling that once they hit the playoffs they're not going to play as well for some reason could be wrong i don't know and then we will see we will see and then cut the rockies although they are very near and dear to my heart of those three teams, I think that the better team are the other two, but I do think that the Rockies can pull out a five-game series against the Brewers. I do believe that. Okay. All right. What's up? What you got? One more. Um, Man. Curry, Draymond, Clay. Star Curry, bench Draymond, cut Clay. Okay, I can see we. I can, I can see that. Right, I can see it. Yeah, I was gonna ask why, but no, I can see it. I mean, I like Thompson better than I like Draymond, but Draymond is a better defensive player. He's got that little bit of dog in him, which I think you need on a good team. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find guys close to Thompson's skill set, although you might need two guys to cover for him. For the production of just him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I think Steph can facilitate and score enough to help the other two that he would need to fill in for Thompson there. Okay. That makes sense. I got one more for you, and then I'm done. All right. Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Uh, I can't think of his name right now, but the quarterback for the Falcons. Matt Ryan. Thank you. And ice. Derek Carr. As of right at this moment? Yes. Start Mahomes, bench Ryan, cut Carr. Okay. Now, historically... I can. I was going to ask Baker. I was going to ask for Mayfield, but then I went with Carr. So, I mean, historically, it would be different. Historically, I would say start Carr, bench Ryan, cut Mahomes. Only because I don't know how consistent Mahomes is going to be. Right. Although he's killing it now. Yeah. For a full season? When is he going to come back down to earth? Right. Yeah. Carr is excellent when he has enough support around him. Right. And Matt Ryan is your, you know, 22 of 35, 216 yards and two touchdowns and a pick Yeah, every game. So yeah. not bad. A kind of a game manager, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? In my opinion. Again, he's a game manager. He keeps you close, and he'll go score a touchdown at the end because that's just what he does. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Derek, uh, even Dak Prescott does that. He keeps it close. So he can score a touchdown at the end. You keep it close, though. He's not going to go and win you the game, but he'll keep yeah. it close for you, and then you can go and win later. Let me think. Do I got one more? Start bench cut. Spurs make the playoffs. Warriors win 65-plus games. Patriots 
don't make the playoffs. Out of those situations? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. I'm going to start the Spurs. Okay. So, you would completely agree Spurs make the playoffs? Yes. Okay. Who do you bench? Who do you think might happen? Golden State winning 65-plus or the Patriots not making the playoffs? Hmm. That is a great question, man. I'm going to... Man, that's a great question. Right now, I'm going to bench Brady because I he's Brady. I think they're still good enough to make the playoffs, turn the season around. Okay. And, yeah, cut the Warriors. Fair enough. You don't think the Warriors are winning 65-plus? I mean, I do, but right now I'm just going to. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Right on me. Yeah, that's the last one I got. That's the last one? That's the last one. Episode 22, man. Good job with dude, the intro today. two on two. Yeah. Thank dude. you, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. I was excited. I was a little nervous. You pulled it off. I did all right. You pulled it off. I did all right. I'm sorry you had to deal with only us today. Rocco's, um, he's busy. He's, he is. He's, he's busy. We're all busy, man. Yeah, but we'll be back next week, hopefully, with him. We're going to have to just rearrange the schedules because Alex picked up a new job here. I did. Congrats. I am the new uh, general manager of uh, Margie's Restaurant in Castroville, Texas. You guys uh, there you go. come and have some breakfast with me. There you go. Yeah. Get you some tacos. I'm looking forward to it, man. Yeah. <clears throat> it's good, man. They're really good. Yeah. I got to learn to make good carne asada. Apparently, <laughs> there you go. That's the thing I gotta learn how yes, to do. Yes, you do, so. man. You gotta make. You gotta learn how to make some um, uh, chilaquiles too. That's oh, on the menu. It's on the menu. We have chilaquiles. Awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah we have those. We have huevos uh, a la mexicana, dude. Yeah, we got good. We got good stuff on there. All right. Yeah, like Polish sausage. We have all the meat that we buy is from a a, a, a local shop out there called Zoot's Meat Zook's Meat Market. Okay. So it's kind of cool. Okay. Um. Hey, guys, come on. Have some breakfast with us. Come talk some sports. Yeah. Come hang out for a minute. If I'm hanging out in the kitchen, I'm sorry. I'm all sweaty in advance, but uh, I'll, still come out. Yeah, I'll still come out and talk some sports with you. Yeah. But yeah, man, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm glad I'm, glad I'm getting there. Episode 22. Thanks for rocking with us. Uh, email is doubleasportshow at gmo.com. Double is spelled out. It's sportshow at gmo.com. Send us in mail. We'll read it if we want us to. The good, the bad, the ugly. Everything, yeah. Go leave us a positive review on iTunes or a, a good negative review. We're still looking for that good negative review. We're on social media as well. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, Twitter. Uh, go follow us. Go say hi. Just We're here. Just We're there, yeah. We're here hanging out. We're there. And that was it. Yeah. yeah. 22, episode, man. Episode 22. I we'll like be it. back next week. We're, we're, we, will most li- we will definitely try to be consistent with this and um, keep it consistent. We're 22 episodes in. We're still having a blast. We're glad we have as many listeners as we do. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. All right, guys. We will uh, we'll see you next week. We got a baseball game to go watch. Yes, we do. We'll see you next week. All right. Peace. Thanks. Hey.